This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Will Smith said, only a man knows what a man needs while his back was being stroked. And I had to stand to know mm-hmm. which one. I had to stand. He's been very clear in some subtle ways. <laughs> And then the young man was all up in that back getting it. What's that thing called between the shoulders? The clap, well, not just the clap cut in the front. What's that called traps. in the back? He was getting his traps. Uh huh. He was getting trapped. Trap. Yeah, he was getting trapped in the traps. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, young man, put your elbows in it. He might. <laughs> he might be putting his elbows in it later. Hello. Get elbow deep in there. Scientology um, girls begin to some things. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not. I just know what I see. And um, I saw a lot. I saw a lot with, with what's going on with Jada and Will. Um, I wish them the best. I'm still waiting on this Red Table Talk that she said she was going to bring herself to because uh, today is Tuesday as we were recording. Uh, ain't Red Table Talks on Mondays? I don't know. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, they are on Mondays, I believe. Um, okay. But in any event, um, I would like more information. I'm absolutely here to hear it. Um, yeah. Well, after all that, August Alcina's album debuted at number 48. So I hope it was all worth it. Number 48, August Alcina. Still what you was going for. <laughs> Well, if he was going for just charting shit, he charted. All right, yep. there you go. Threw it against yep. the wall. Yeah, some of the other shit he did ain't ever charted. So that's that. Can't be mad at Ooh. that. Um, uh. I am the Superman T H E E S U P A M A N, aka the Sassy Sagittarius, BKA August Alcina's agent. Chill. Lots of press for interview requests. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Our icebreaker this week is have you ever had a sex injury? Uh diarrhea. <laughs> but I think this uh, I think that's a common symptom. After getting you- dug out like that. And you felt injured and you got diarrhea? Uh let me see. A sex injury. Um, I mean like the usual muscle muscle cramps because you be in them positions trying to hold it up and hold throw it back and you be trying to a muscle cramp a time or two, but I also count that as just, you know, a work injury goes with the job. I mean, no reason to file a claim with the insurance or nothing. No workman's cop. <laughs> I mean, is there one you're writing home about? Um necessarily i was just is i've had some um <laughs> i know that uh the girls are out there getting them right now because this past july 4th weekend they couldn't stay in the house and they definitely didn't keep their pussy in the house um i've had a bruised hip um i had a busted lip <laughs> uh, i had hickeys i had some sex injuries in my day yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm fine with those. Are you fine with those? Or you got to file a claim? Um, I filed a claim as in like, 
I'm not fucking you no more if you intentionally <laughs> did these things. <laughs> uh, some of them, I went back and was like, you know what, that hurt, but uh, let's do that again. Hello. That way you can master it, okay? Uh, yeah, still. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the sex injuries. So uh, let us know if you all have had any sex injuries yourself. Um, maybe we have not um, been as fortunate as some of you guys out there. Um, our affirmation this week is look forward to getting older and wiser. The alternative is death or dumb. I think we all know people in both categories, unfortunately. Do your legacy a favor and age gracefully and add wisdom along the way. Yeah, I definitely have been thinking about legacy like this this specific past week. Um, I don't know what it. And as you said, I can't remember. Okay, show and tell. Now I can't. I can't show and tell. But yeah, I've really been thinking about legacy this week, and there have been some examples where I've really been looking at people like, "That's what you want your legacy to be." Like I know with um, Ben Carson, he was introducing some more dumb shit to um, take away shit from. Um, transgender people seeking housing that was dumb and that was just to follow up with donald trump's proposal about um taking transgender health care and he's been working on that for two months it's like you don't have nothing better to do i'm like everything going on in housing in america right now being carson and this is what you want your legacy to be wow during the pandemic you know everything is during the fucking pandemic (laughs) like during the fucking pandemic this is what you want your legacy to be I don't know, but just, I've been looking at people and then, like, I read the headlines, I'm like, wow, that's what you want your legacy to be. And then the second one is, during the fucking pandemic. Confirmed. I think those two are my go-to responses now. I just, Mm. T.I. read. Well, don't get tired. Uh, Look forward to getting older or wiser again. The alternative is death or dumb. So, um, some people are just going to be dumb. Some people are just going to have to die. Uh, our word of the day this week, W-E-R-D, is drug facilitated sexual assault, a.k.a. D-F-S-A. Any clue? What is, you just told me what it was. I'm, I kind of sort of have a feeling that it's referencing... Um, I, what is it? I may destroy you because it sounds very I may destroy you ish. It is. It is. Oh, okay, because this I keep here. I forgot to watch it, but baby girl, but, um, we discontinue baby girl. I and, know. And boyfriend, <laughs> we, dis- we discontinue that. So, and we need so, to discontinue DFSA probably. No, we need to continue to keep the term around because it continues to happen. Um. um we need to discontinue the people that are, are um, assaulting people with this action. Yes, we need to discontinue that. But we need to keep the, the term around so we have a proper way to say what is happening to people. So DFSA, Drug Facilitated Sexual Assault, occurs when alcohol or drugs are used to compromise an individual's ability to consent to sexual activities. These substances make it easier for a perpetrator to commit sexual assault because they lower inhibitions, reduce a person's ability to resist, and can, pre- and can prevent them from remembering details of the assault. 
And yes, um, the reference point is the HBO show I May Destroy You, where it is uh, categorically spot on to the term. Um, I won't give anything away about the show. I think you guys should watch it if you can get uh, HBO or if you can steal somebody's HBO login. Get it however you can. Um, But the term, I think, is extremely necessary because... It happens um, to our trans community a lot and definitely in a lot of uh, gay scenes. And especially now that y'all are deciding the pandemic is over and y'all going back out to the club and shit, um, don't put yourself in the position to be a victim of drug-facilitated sexual assault. It can come when someone is near your drink that ain't got no business being that close to your drink or giving you a free drink or bringing you a drink that you did not see the custody exchange between the bartender and that person. You should be tracking the custody exchange. You should be like, okay, I saw him pour the cranberry in there. I saw him pour the tequila in there. And then I saw him put the lime on top. And then it went to my hand. If you don't have that chain of custody, don't drink it. That's really great information. And not to change the subject, but um, I was watching the news. Oh, Lord Jesus, why was I doing that? But um, so they were saying that like there have been um, higher instances of people overdosing because they're doing drugs alone. <laughs> and usually when you're doing drugs, when you're voluntarily doing like cocaine or meth or injecting something, I don't know what the girls are doing, but this is what the news report was saying. So people who are doing drugs alone are like, oh, yeah, girl, I can do um, a couple more cc's of that and then overdosing and but i guess i'm assuming it's more likely that if you have a friend there who's shooting up with you or taking pills with you that they're like girl no girl we just did a couple grams that was enough or you know a couple i don't know what the the right uh measurements are but girl we just did enough that's enough of that so people are dying just because they're doing all these drugs by themselves one, because they feel lonely, and two, because they feel like their world is ending because girl, child, furlough, and losing 40 million jobs lost, and all that going on. But there have been more instances of people dying just from doing drugs voluntarily. So, sir, I do not need you uh, giving me drugs that I didn't ask for, because you don't know if I had popped up something before I got here to you or before I met you. So, slow yeah. down. Um, yes, you never okay. know what people are already on. Yeah, some people are very used to um, doing drugs socially with other people, um, drugs and alcohol. Because, again, like I said, with the definition of drug facilitated sexual assault, it is drugs and or alcohol. Um, it's not just isolated to certain drugs. And so if you're used to doing um, drugs and or alcohol socially, now when you're doing them alone, it may it hit different when you mm-hmm. got to do it by yourself. Um, and when you got to do it by yourself, you're not gauging, oh, you know what? Them people are looking at me funny. I'm going to go ahead and go home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know what? Mm, I threw up on her shoes. You know what? Let me stop. So you don't have those barriers. You can throw up by yourself and you be like, okay, I'm going to go rinse my mouth out and I'm going to keep on going. Cool. All right now. So you don't have those barriers when you're not social with drugs and or alcohol. And uh, you can push yourself over the limits if you're not being responsible. Um, And yes, that's a different topic from drug facilitated sexual assault, but it's also an important topic because of everything that's going on in the world today. Uh, 
Yes, um, Lord. So, drug facilitated sexual assault, our word of the day, W E R D. Um, support for this ghetto ass podcast comes from a couple awesome donors and from you beautiful people listening right now. Thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening to us every week and being patient with us. Uh, if you'd like to see this podcast continue, please get over to our Patreon right now. And for at least $1 a month, you can contribute to keeping this podcast on air and on the necks and on the dicks of our oppressors and colonizers. This is the only black gay podcast about black gay issues on the air. And if you would like to see us continue, please get over to our Patreon and contribute. Um, our Patreon dollars will be going to uh, an LGBT uh, cause, and we will be letting you guys know as soon as we find a worthy cause. And don't forget, um, if you want to sponsor Here For It podcast, um, send us an email, hereforitpod at gmail.com or any inbox where you listen to us on the internet or any inbox where you can see us on the internet because the DMs be about everything else. It might as well be about some sponsorship. <laughs> and use our hashtag here for it hive thank you guys so much who are already using hashtag here for it hive um but yeah everybody else get information um beyonce with your new italian <laughs> name what <laughs> did you see that the um some left uh, some republican congressman or something said beyonce is not actual black she's actually italian and her name is Anne marie legrazama or something like that See, no, I don't think, no. <laughs> Y'all got to figure out a time to log off the internet. Because when you see stuff like that, you should be like, you know what? It's time to log off. I've, saw, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. And he also internet. said Patty LaBelle. See? 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 You see? That's <laughs> when you should have. You should have already logged off. You should have said, you know what? I saw this bullshit. I don't need to see no more. I'm going to go take a nap. Or I'm going to read a book. You should have logged off. And then you saw some more bullshit. Continue. Yeah, he said Patty LaBelle had um did something, and so she was with the movement as well. She was with the. Okay, it says Patty LaBelle is another Illuminati globalist public puppet. In 1991, she's saying, "I'm under your spell. I don't want to break free. You can make a slave out of me. I worship yes. you and nobody else. And I nobody my love to you forever. <laughs> forever. Who yes. is she professing to, Lucifer?" She was professing to dick. <laughs> if you don't know, and that's how I know you don't know that song that whoever wrote that. <laughs> if you don't know that she was professing to dick, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You should not be reporting anything. She was professing oh. to dick. Some, mm, I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. Again, that's He's why you running for like Congress that. in Florida. <laughs> of course he is. Of course he is. Of course. <clears throat> Who was she professing to? Lucifer? Dick. <laughs> That's what was going on in Patty LaBelle's life. If y'all, is, is she supposed to be Italian too? That's the blackest Italian woman I've seen. But yeah, that happened. So I guess that hashtag tepid topics. But <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, well, we'll get, well, let's get there now then. Uh, last week we chatted about a crowded white club closing down after the white gays got the Rona. We talked about that last week. We did. We did. Uh, and I'll week. be damned. It gets better, black... allegedly. No. I'll be damned if the black gays didn't say, hold my beer. 
and hold my Hennessy bottle. <laughs> so I, I, that's not I, that. I expect that part. I expected that part. It's hot outside. Niggas back like that happens every June and July. Stupid fights with drunk people doing stupid things. This part I did not expect. They had a damn pool party at the club. Hey, wild weekend. The girl had to sign up. She was the um, promoter. I guess she was a what you call it? I don't know. What when the girls be in the boxer ring holding up which round it is, they're like round seven. She was she was one of those kind of girls. It said haywire weekend on. I said haywire weekend. Y'all mean haywire down to the ER? Haywire down to the ICU? Haywire weekend? Huh? Uh, girl, um, haywire down to the testing facility. So I'm trying to figure out if they know the world is ending. So we're just so that like they're just gonna say fuck it and like go out to the club and twerk and be like girl the world is in that we might as well just go out here and get our life one more time at the club. That's what I'm wondering at this point is do do these people know something that I don't know? Am I missing it? Because I'm willing to be dumb. I'm willing to be like you know what I missed it. I I missed the memo that the world was ending. So fuck it. Let's go. Um, to Dominican Republic one more time because I want to go, Sweeney. I want to go. I just joined a group on Facebook about um all black people who love all inclusive resorts. So I'm trying to see. I forgot what the name of the group is, but it's dedicated to black people who go to the all inclusive. Look, now we love a good deal, a good special. I do. <laughs> and if see. if they know if they know that the I world is about to end, if they if they know that the world is about to end. Tell me so I can come out to the club and twerk with y'all. Because I didn't know. If the world is ending, then tell me. Because that's what these people are acting like. And it is so confusing to me. Um, And so I just wanted to make sure that I brought that up because I gave the white gays some smoke last week. And um, the black gays, uh, y'all are not... Uh, yeah. Y'all are not... Um, that's a better word than the word that I was thinking. <laughs> We're gonna find out if they Um The next story, again, I don't want these stories to all be coronavirus related, but y'all don't give me no choice sometime. Um the next story is about uh Alabama students. <clears throat> having a COVID-19 party and they had the party with someone who was hosting the party that has tested positive for coronavirus and the point was to see who can get sick first at the party and if you got sick first then you win the money that they had all pulled together to gamble so again I just want y'all to tell me if the world is ending and y'all know it Someone tell me so I can go and do all the shit that y'all are doing and have fun. I want to go have fun. Um, I saw all the hood rat stuff with my friends. I really do. Do you know how many hood rat friends of mine <laughs> have? I have a I have a hood rat friend that literally texted me and told me honestly and openly like it was nothing that he was at a sex party this weekend. And I was like, so I know the sex party scene. So you mean like? You in a dark room. Chris, Jeremy, Derek, all of them. They was there. 
I'm not saying names. I'm saying <laughs> oh. um, y'all were in a dark room, everybody fucking, um, and huffing and puffing. And licking on you. Don't lick me, sir. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do I want you to lick me? I don't know. I might. But licking ain't as dangerous as huffing and puffing. So you mean like you are getting all of the droplets in your in your throat and in your nose out into the air. Everyone's breathing it. And then everyone's breathing it back out. Like I was like, I'm so grossed out by sex parties right now. I can't believe that I used to do that shit. Um, in ten days, I'm like a new symptom. The CDC updated. The rectum <laughs> might be inflated. What well, the rectum gonna be? It's gonna be a new symptom about the rectum. Well, some of them, some of the rectums are already inflated, and they had to do with coronavirus. Um. So, I'm moving on from coronavirus. Uh, well, no, no, no. I'm gonna say this one last point. There's also, um black gays that are trying to defend being out and about and clubbing and quote-unquote carrying on life as normal and pointing the finger at everyone that is still in quarantine and wearing masks and doing the right things that um, CDC told us to do. They're saying that we're scary. If y'all's too scary to come out and be out and talk about, um, you know, carrying on life as normal, then y'all scary. Just stay your ass at home and we'll see y'all in 2021 or 2022, whenever y'all decide. I was going to say, girl, more like 2023 the way y'all carrying on. And we'll be here having to be pawberries and we're going to be carrying y'all to the fucking grave. Keep keep playing with Corona. That's the point that I was getting ready to make was, Uh-oh, you talking sorry. about you, you'll see us in 2021? No, you won't. You may not see 20. You may not see August 2020 if y'all keep fucking around. Don't worry about seeing me. Don't worry about seeing me in 2021 if I just stayed my ass at home and did exactly what they told me to do. Worry about you seeing 2021. Worry about you seeing 2022. Okay, sure, you you are a gym gay. Oh, I got to keep these muscles together because the girls think I'm cute. I got to get back to the gym. If you think that's important and you think that's more important in your goddamn life, cool, go. Take out a life insurance policy right now and make me the beneficiary. Thanks. (laughs) Go. Call me and get my social if I know you're doing dumb shit like that. Cool. You stop watching the news. You stop watching numbers. You don't believe it. You on Gia Gunn's team until Gia Gunn felt like she had to apologize and that this was a hoax. Cool. Cool. I just want y'all to stop putting it on social media and stop glorifying it. I'm not telling y'all not to exercise your freedom to assemble and your all your rights. Cool. But stop glorifying it and, and trying to invite other people into your bullshit and like, Come on out to the club with us. It's cool. It's friendly. It's fun. Come to the sex party. No. Mm-mm. No. No. You sound like a straight person saying, it's okay to be gay, just why you got to flaunt it in our face. That's what you really just sounded like. And uh, I want you to think about that. You don't have to respond right now, but you really just sounded like you said, y'all can be gay, but why you got to flaunt it in our face? That's what you just said. Uh, I'm okay with that if that's the case <clears throat> because you know what um, when straight people said that that is trying to put people into a closet and trying to pe- keep people subjugated and when I say cool go out to the club go out to the gym I'm not trying to subjugate nobody I'm to, I'm to be free that's not subjugation be free your face. 
why glorify it? Why glorify it? This, is, this is a different time. This is not last year. Last year, sure, take everyone was taking gym pictures and doing gym videos, and I'm going to the club and it's pride and it, sure. Why why pretend that 2020 is not different? Does anybody not think that 2020 is different? This is different. Moving along. <sighs> you can do it. You can do it. Don't give up. You can stay home. Hashtag stay home, DC. DC? DC? Texas? Florida? Arizona? Arizona <laughs> California? Los Angeles <laughs> County? Atlanta specifically. Shout out to Mayor Bottoms. She tested positive. She doing interviews. And Katie, she's still in. I'm a mother. And I'm also a wife. And I got to be the mayor. And I'm positive for COVID. Somebody come clock in and do some of this work. <laughs> she like somebody. She's still in shock that she's positive, and she's the one out here leading the charge for the whole state of Georgia. Because ain't nobody else in Georgia, ain't no other mayor in Georgia. Uh, child sent the pamphlet out or nothing. Speaking of <sighs> Fulton speaking County, of, what are y'all doing? Speak, speaking of Georgia, Ricky Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Um. I don't listen to the radio no more because I ain't got nowhere to go to sit in the car to listen to the radio. But I, I hear like certain small clips from Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Eva still, even though she um, not gonna be on Real Housewives of Atlanta, whether she fired, got fired or quit, neither here nor there. I love Eva Marcel, and so I think maybe that's the reason why I even still listen to the small clips from um, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. But a few days ago, they were covering the topic um, of Hill Harper uh, talking or commenting on um, a Zia Wade picture. And Happy birthday, Zia Wade, on Gabrielle Union's um, profile. Yes. And um, in typical black morning show fashion, they missed the point and missed the mark in talking about the story. Um, you can look it up if you uh, aren't familiar with the story, but it's it's on their YouTube page, um, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. The you want me to that look I, that up and traumatize myself? <laughs> Thank no, you I'm for not, that recommendation. I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Calm down. <laughs> um, the issue that I have is on this this morning show panel, they're all... I think still um, socially distancing the show, so they're all in different places, but they're all zooming in or whatever platform they're on um, to do this morning show. Um, the topic came up in Gary with the T. Gary is a black gay man, and he's an older black gay man, and he'd be wrong about stories most of the time when he'd be reporting them. All shade. Um... Also on the show is the Brat. The Brat is a lesbian. At a point during this show, I was trying to figure out why is a lesbian and a gay man laughing at a trans child being misgendered by Hill Harper? And when I say laughing, they were cackling. It was too funny to them. They were very tickled. They were like, uh-huh. Zaya, oh. It was so funny. 
It was extremely funny. And I was trying to figure out what's fucking funny about that. Why don't y'all know any better? DeBrett, yes, you just came out, but you ain't new to the LGBT community. Uh-oh. She ain't. Let's call a thing a thing. You just came out, but you ain't new to the LGBT community. So why is it funny for Hill Harper to be saying and misgendering Zia Wade on the internet while you trying to report an actual story? I'm confused. I am still confused. Well, our colorful commentary is the same. Um, I don't, I don't, well, I, I know that I can't expect one person to sit on a radio show and um, represent a full spectrum of people, but also still, I what expect you to like mention the, mention the other side of the story, even though, even if it's not the, the, the vision or the view that you share, um, I I assume it's expected of you um, and what your what your lane is supposed to be as the person on the panel of what give us the view talk to us about it should we be thinking about this more is this something um, is this funny or is what did Hill Hopper misspeak I think getting to the point Hill Hopper misspoke I think his social media person posted it on his profile and then he ended up apologizing saying it doesn't matter who posted it it was from my account so I take responsibility for it. So Hill Harper did come back on the back end and say that, but I don't know if that's what they discussed on the morning show. I they haven't did not. listened to that. I didn't listen to it. So <clears throat> they did not. Um, but neither here nor there. Um, misgendering Zaya is not a funny topic. And we all have gathered girls before for misgendering Zaya, so it don't. It ain't no secret. Don't play over here at this house. Play over there at your It ain't for play play over here. It's really <laughs> not. Um, but but the point that I'm making is is I could understand, you know, like you were saying, there's a pressure to um have to defend the whole LGBT community um and have to be the LGBT representative when you're the only person in the room. I can understand that sometimes. I don't have a problem being that only LGBT person and defending the whole LGBT community because all y'all can get all of these words, all y'all can get all of these hands at all times for me. So I will say that for me. So I'm not going to say that for everybody else, but it's two of them. It's a lesbian that represents the L. It's a gay that represents the G. And they both didn't represent none of the LGBT community by laughing at misgendering Zia Wade. What's funny about that? I don't know. Oh, I'm with the girl. I don't know. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not laughing either. So, um, Gary with the T, please get your shit together um, or get the fuck off the air. Um, the brat, hmm, same. Because you ain't put out no music, and if your commentary on the radio ain't going to uh, help uplift the community that you come from and that you've been um, eating pussy out of. You're supposed to rip your hood. If y'all on the radio. People give shout outs to their hood and they who they rep all the time. And y'all don't y'all can't rep y'all own hoods and sets and things, right? Go away from me with this. I'm not here for it. Brad been eating pussy out the community for uh, two decades. And if you can't represent and protect your community, the same community that you've been eating pussy out of, then girl, <laughs> get the fuck off the air. Because you ain't giving us no music. Uh you ain't doing nothing up there. That's funny. 
and um, we already got Lisa Ray over on uh, the other show, so that's our representative from your family. Um, hmm. It's the Noah's Ark reunion next. I'm trying to lighten up. Uh, Drag Race. I thought Drag Race was entertaining this past week. What was the... Okay, let me see. Again, I did not... I'm, I'm so ashamed. Okay, so... I believe India. I'm going to say that. Between India and Alexis, who was lying? Oh, okay. Because, yeah, there was a conspiracy to remove Shay, Shay. and um, it was revealed this week. I believe it, too, because when... um. Um, the regional queen from LA, Shay Mayhem. When she went home, she said, "I thought everybody was going to vote for Shay, so that's why I did it." So when when Mayhem said that, she left that nugget in her exit interview, and then this comes around and turns around the very I next said, episode, bitch. So, um. I, I like that Alexis is playing a game, a game to win or a game to at least get in the top three, but I believe Mama is lying. <laughs> I believe... I, I believe like it, I like Alexis so much. I like her too, but I believe she is lying. <laughs> I believe India, when she said that um, Alexis is being underhanded, look, girl, listen to your gut, and I really thought, like, when Shay was having that conversation... Face to face with Alexis, I was like, "Oh, Shay getting ready to get her ass the fuck out of here." Because that's what I would do. I'd be like, "You know what? I'm not even gonna play fufu with you. I'm not even gonna play fufu and back and forth and she, he said, she said, and all that bullshit. Just gonna get out the way." And that's what I would have did. But because um, I mean, India gonna be in the bottom again next week. Shit, she'll have another chance to go home. So I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think, and you know that's difficult. So, okay, so it was her fourth time in the bottom. Yes. If it was her time to go, it was her time to go. I know the way I feel, and I want I want to get revenge because this girl had voted me last week, so and it was revealed, so I'm gonna vote that girl up. Yes. But she's a fierce competitor, and so you keep the fierce competition around because you want to beat that bitch in the and winning and taking home the crown and showing that bitch that even with your underhanded scheme hoe, look look at what he has done for me, amen. Um, I think I think Shay is more into that realm, but it was an India's time to go, so she voted with the track record instead of voting with her heart and her shade. <laughs> but 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 it's a risk but, because Rue has changed the game. Rue has changed but, the the rules of the game. And saying if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. And so that means Shay has to win everything from here on out to not be in the bottom. Well, I'm just I'm just saying that that's pressure. And you you didn't have to have that pressure if you sent this bitch home. If you sent this bitch home and you end up in the bottom next week, okay, the other girl's gonna be like, okay, I want Shay to be here anyway because she's a fierce competitor and I'm not I don't have nothing against her. But let Alexis win next week and you in the bottom? What the fuck you think she's gonna do? You think she gonna have the same grace? <laughs> no. <laughs> she gonna be like, you know what? That bitch is fierce competition, and I see these other bitch, weak bitches around me, and I'm tired of being number two. <sighs> <sighs> Drag race is boring, but it's good. So Untucked was good. I forget what the challenge. Was. What was the challenge? What What did they do? It was Snatch Game. Oh no, I'm sorry. Snatch Game of Love. It was Snatch Game of Love. Yeah, Snatch Game. Yeah, it was Snatch Game. Um. 
So, yes, Alexis Mateo, she was like, well, I'm going to keep the acting thing going. Because Mateo was, Alexis Mateo was really good in the Snatch Game of Love. And then, who else was really good? Um, Shea was good as Flavor Flav. Yep. GGB is Arthur Kid was the best Arthur Kid. No shade to Valentina. My love. I love you, sweetheart. But um, GGB was the best uh, Arthur Kid. And she didn't have to do it in blackface. So, work. Yeah, and um, yeah, that Jeffrey Star that um, Homegirl did, it was just, mm, you just had to go, girl. It was, mm, this week went your week, and then it was a prom challenge, and you came out in a golf look, and then I was like, mm. even though Shay herself did a non-traditional prom look, but it's like, mm. no, it was a traditional prom look, and and that's how I know y'all young hoes don't get references. I saw that as well of, um, People saying that that wasn't really a prom look. It was a play on Carrie, which is mm-hmm. a movie based on prom. The girl went to prom and had blood dropped on her head. And she was playing off of the role of Carrie, including, oh shit, um, including um, what happened to her with the roses. Uh huh. So that, it, that does make it prom because. The reference is a prom movie, a movie centered around prom, a prom dress. You can't get more prom than that. So, um, what's coming up next week on Drag Race? Uh, I don't think we saw a preview. What's happening next week? Uh, I'm not really sure. But I'll be watching probably 45 minutes late when I get on Twitter and see that it's trending. I'm like, oh, shit, let me turn it on. I just don't be watching it live. I just keep missing it. But Work out. Um, so our next story is uh, evolving by the when I originally wrote about the story um, this person hadn't come out to say anything at all and today she has come out to say something Uh, and I'm going to get to that but I'm going to start with the story first Um, Holly Berry had suggested that she was planning to play a transgender man in an upcoming film Barry explained that the film was pitched to her some time ago, but was put on the back burner ahead of production on her directorial debut, Bruised, in which she plays a disgraced MMA fighter. She said, I'm thinking of playing a character where the woman is a trans character, so she's a woman that transitioned into a man. She's a character in a project I love that I might be doing. So, um... Halle Berry, bless your heart. You don't know how to read the room. Uh, you are late. You are oppressed. Uh, you are confused. Um, you obviously don't know anything about people that may be trans in the MMA sport. Um, you don't know anything about trans, apparently, as well. Uh, and you missed the memo from... Scarlett Johansson when we dragged the fuck out of her. Either you missed that memo or you just said, you know what? It's been a minute. They'll forgive me. Why are you quiet? That's all you got? No, that's the story. So would you like to comment um, on the story and then I will come back with the apology that she said? Okay, so... I remember, I thought we dragged this when it first came up. Like, when I saw the headline, I was like, 
I thought we dragged this already. I guess we're gonna drag it again. Well, I'm you know I'm no, good for that. The previous story was about Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett was supposed to play the trans person. Yes. Oh, because I remember I remember that the, there was a movie coming up about playing a trans person and so so. I was like, I thought we dragged. I thought we had. And so I had figured no black person in their right mind would pick it up. But here goes Taylor. This Perry. is a different movie, my love. Yeah, because it was called Rug and Tug, the Scarlett Johansson. But yes, I follow. So, um, I just really imagine. And so, there's the story that I read said that um, Holly Berry was on Instagram Live last Friday saying that she was so excited and telling all of her viewers about it. And she was acting like she didn't know what they, them, and there was. And getting it all misconflicted. Is that a word? Misconflicted. And so... (laughs) Um, and so she's been dragged over the weekend and so she's promised to do better and listen and all those everything her publicist told her to say in a statement yeah so, that's that's what I was going to read next <laughs> so um, her statement goes over the weekend I had the opportunity to discuss my consideration of an upcoming role as a transgender man and I'd like to apologize for those remarks no, that's not remarks you signed on to a deal those not remarks you didn't As a cisgender woman, I now understand that I should not have considered this role. Hmm. You figured that out in less than 24 hours? Then you you knew better before then. That's not like a new discovery. People start dragging your ass and he was like, oh shit, let me pull this back. That's what happened. I now understand that I should not have considered this role and that the transgender community should undeniably undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. I am grateful for the guidance and critical conversation over the past few days, and I will continue to listen. No, you won't. Educate. No, you won't. And learn from this mistake. No, you won't. Um, bless our heart. Bless our heart. Um, when was the last time Halle Berry was starring in anything that anybody saw? Mm. <laughs> mm. Don't um, worry. I do remember seeing her at um, the Cannes Film Festival last year promoting um, the documentary 5B, which was about um, the first AIDS ward in San Francisco when, quote, the gay cancer first came out. So I did see that she was an ally promoting that at Cannes Film Festival, being on a red carpet and um, letting people know that she was excited to see the documentary. So I'll give her that because I did watch the 5B documentary over the weekend, which is the only reason why I know that that happened. And then today I found out this story, and I was like, well, how were you just last year at Ken Film Festival supporting 5B, the documentary, but now you want to play trans characters? I'm so confused. I'm, so conf- I'm just, Holly Berry is confusing me right now. <laughs> so confused. I'm not confused. Um, I still go through the bullshit. It's bullshit. It's, I want to um, do something edgy. I want to try to get nominated for an award. I want to be Hillary Swank um, and and transform myself and throw myself into a role. The community be damned. The biggest issue is there are trans men actors that can be doing this role that aren't offered anything else. They literally can't get another job because of the way that they present in the world. And people are like, oh, I don't know about that. You, you want to be a, like a man in my movie, but you're a trans man? Oh, oh, oh. I, you might not be the right fit, quote unquote. And they hear that over and over and over and over again. And now here comes a project that a transgender man can literally be playing. And here comes this cisgender woman, rich woman, 
of power, circumstance, and privilege with an Oscar, she don't have to work no goddamn more. All her goddamn clan of children will be fed. She will be fine. There's a transgender man of color right now. At least, it's like three or four of them. We saw, we saw them in um, Disclosure that we talked about two weeks ago. Yes. Um, shout out to um, Michael. Is it Michael Bryan Smith? Yes, um, and uh, Marquise... Marquise Vilsen. Yes, Vilsen. those are two black trans men that can definitely take the role. Definitely take the role, and I'm sure they, they, they're not like... I, I'm sure they're working, but they, they're not getting the exposure that a big Hollywood movie would give them as far as being in a starring role in something that they know. Holly Berry don't know shit about being a trans man. Nothing. She don't know nothing about it. And going to a um, a con red carpet don't give you no credibility. So, mm-mm, so sorry about it. Um, that's the end of my topics uh, for this week. Execute Ed Buck. Ed Buck is still in jail. Um, hopefully uh, getting ran through until his um, supposed court date next year. Um the system is failing us. Um, we're allowing rich white men to sit up in jail and eat taxpayer food, probably get taxpayer medicine, um, and have committed murders and not paid the price for it. So, uh, fuck Ed Buck forever. Hashtag execute Ed Buck. The song for my soul this week. Oh, you move around. Okay, wait, wait, wait. before you do that, oh. I, I I have one small sexual health <laughs> note. I didn't know you was just moving right on in. Um, sexual health, uh, like we said last week, mask for mask, and I'm going to extend that mask, M-A-S-K, for mask, M-A-S-C, and film, and dom, and sub, and anything in between, because girl. Everybody needs a mask right now. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> and that's they the, and them. Come on. That is in sexual health this week. <sighs> so listen closely, kids. Are you listening? Especially you. I'm, I'm, I'm so ugh, all I really wanna be is an icon or a statement. No, it's legendary. Uh I'm so uh all I really wanna be. I be jamming when the legendary show come on that so you want to be a legend a, a statement, statement a star i be getting my life like come on now and then the judges start walking out i'm like okay they go lay on me okay well let's see what la roach got on this week okay well they go to sean yes they sean and then the um british woman starts talking then i get lost I'm like, but I was just doing so good. And then so I rewind and I go listen to the theme song. I'm so, uh, all I really want to be is an icon or a statement. No, it's legendary. I mean, I'm like, I got to go back to where I was. And then I have to fast forward back through the um, judges coming out and then just see what the topics is going to, what the um, category is. So shout out to legendary because um, Jamari Balmain slayed this week. Cheyenne Slay this week. Carlos Kayla. was David giving um <laughs> he could stop time, whatever that guy's name is from the Marvel movies. Carlos was giving you time travel stopping and things with the hand performance. 
But the honeybees came out and they was the villains and they won the 15K. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but they did slay though. So shout out to Legendary. Uh, when Homegirl got her cape pulled, <laughs> that was all I needed to see in the battle. The battle was over. The battle was <laughs> over. Because when she got tugged, that's that, that the battle was over. Y'all could have just get over here. Um, I think some and I think Rope said that as well. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yes, definitely get into Legendary if y'all have not been watching. It is great LGBT content. Um, the song for my soul this week. Um, I'm so uh, all I really want to be. I'm sorry, I'm still on a. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Um, I give this young lady a lot of flack because she be doing dumb shit Um, and um, sometimes she says dumb shit but this is my favorite song from her and um, I think it is an important song for right now because everyone needs a little bit of motivation because there's a lot of shit going on in the world and if you can find your motivation in a song Please find it a song no matter how ratchet. So here we go. Look. They gave a bitch two options. Stripping or lose. Used to dance in the club right across from my school. I said dance, not fuck. Don't get it confused. Had to set the record straight because bitches love to assume. Mama couldn't give it to me. Had to get it as suits. Lord only knows how I got in those shoes. I was covered in dollars, now I'm dripping in jewels. A bitch play with my money, might as well spit in my food. Bitches hated my guts, now they swear we was cool. Went from making tuna sandwiches to making the news. I started speaking my mind and tripled my views. Real bitch, only thing fake is the boobs. Get money, go hard, you motherfucking right. Never been a fraud in my motherfucking life. Um, Get Up 10 is an awesome motivational song by Cardi B uh, from her obviously debut obviously from her debut album um, there are other songs on there that I, I like uh, but I love that song I think that song is very inspirational um, I think it's very uh, hood I, I think her ghostwriter went off it was it was dope. It was amazing. And it is the song for my soul this week. Look at you. <laughs> it's like when you go into the grocery store and you gotta get like we said about the other man who was um playing his turn up song before he going to the grocery store. Like that's your one right there. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch, stay six feet back. <laughs> so listen, you might need one because the grocery store is a dangerous place. If y'all have seen these goddamn videos with these Karens, I am trying to avoid white people at all costs. Anytime I go to the grocery store, I go to the grocery store, I go to the liquor store, I go to the gas station, I go back home. I'm trying to avoid white people anywhere in between that because I don't have time and I don't have patience. And so if I have to listen to Get Up 10 before I go in so I can go and get all my shit real quick, get in the line, ignore them hoes, and get the fuck out, then that's what I'm going to do. And I encourage y'all to do the same. What are you here for this week? Okay, give me space. Okay, here we go. Two things. The first thing, again, in while watching the news, Lord Jesus Christ, 
I gotta write this down. Well, I need to stop watching the news, then I won't have nothing to write down. How about that? You just gotta watch uh, the news for ten minutes at a time. Don't get obsessed. You need to get the information, but just ten minutes at a time. Turn so Benjamin McLeod, oh Benjamin McDonald, oh excuse me, um, was told in the fifth grade, "Your kind don't go to university. You should settle for a trade school." Mm-hmm. And black kids tell this story so much about how. Yes, I'm struggling a little bit in the maths and the sciences. I might get the English. I might get, I might be struggling, but bitch, don't give up on me. Bitch, they pay you to believe in me. So to tell me, to, for you to tell me when I'm 10, 11 years old that my kind don't go to university, bitch, your kind don't go to university, and yet you hear your, your kind shouldn't have went to university. Your kind shouldn't have stole all the fucking knowledge and then put it in all the books and then told the black people that they couldn't read for hundreds of years. Your kind shouldn't have done that. Let's start there. Or omitted the knowledge. Took the shit and put it in goddamn museums and then told me that I had to pay for it all to get access to see my goddamn history. Well, but anyway. So Ontario, Canada is um they've agreed that they're gonna stop this um thing called quote academic streaming. It's the decision that you make in ninth grade where um students usually choose if they want to go down the collegiate path or if they want to go down the trade school path. Um, and according to the people in Canada, CBC News, um, studies show that disproportionately black people and lower income families are diverted from the pathway towards higher education. Now, I do remember, that was an end quote, sorry. I do remember um, being when I was in Memphis City Schools, usually like seventh grade, eighth grade, they tell you to start thinking about which way you want to go because you can either get on the bus to go to the cosmetology school where you can learn how to repair cars or do hair or you can do those things. You can get on the bus and go to the trade school around the corner somewhere one mile away. Or you could stay on the collegiate path and you could stay on campus and take classes towards going to university. And of course, I was like, well, I'm already in all the honors things and I'm getting straight A's so of course I want to go down the university path I can't believe you would assume that I want to fix cars nowadays girl studies show that 40% of people who go to university they go to college don't get their degrees and I wish I would have learned how to fix cars at least I could be charging $35 an hour and fixing a car and I having to bring my work home because girl the car is still at the damn shop so I mean I can't fix it while I'm at home meanwhile my ass bringing my laptop my work laptop home and debate on if doing the work is better on my work laptop or my own personal laptop <laughs> shit so but to tell children back to Ontario Canada to tell Benjamin McDonald that your kind don't go to university bitch his kind is and continue to be because black women remain number one in the fucking college education, which is why Donald Trump also now wants to focus on steering away from college education and going towards experience. And you know why? Because white men usually get told, get pushed into goddamn rooms when they're 14, 15 years old. And meanwhile, we get pushed into working when we're 14 to 15 years old. I remember when I was 13, I was like, well, maybe when I turn 14, I can go work at Chick-fil-A so I can bring some extra money home to my family. No, these white men get pushed into goddamn direct the roles and getting access to goddamn mentors and creating their relationships in different ways. So that way, when it's time to go do um, internships and things like that and preparing to go to colleges, they already have those relationships established. So Donald Trump was going, well, let's go towards experience instead of college education. Anyway, I'm supposed to be fighting my point, and y'all know that's very difficult. Um, so 
I'm just glad that Ontario, Canada is moving away from that. I do hope that worldwide um, school boards are moving away from telling children that they that their kind is is not worthy of a college education because, girl, what is the college education showing us? Practically half of us are not graduating. So you should be pushing children to go do something that's going to make them some money so they can pay their bills, one, and pay their taxes, second, and three, be able to afford wearing masks. The second thing, um, QueerTea.com um, had an article called The Most Googled Queer Films in America Broken <laughs> Down by State. So um, some good things and bad things here. Um, you know, QueerTea just reported the news. They didn't do the study. The study was just dead. And they was like, well, girl, we'll link to the study. Cool. So QueerTea, not blaming them. So some popular movies like The Normal Heart, um, Larry Kramer just passed R.I.P. Moonlight, um, shout out to the best picture Oscar award winning. You know, they came up in those couple states and shout out to Boys Don't Cry. Um, they also made the list in certain states. Um, New York liked some movie from 1986 called Parting Glances, which is from 1986 when I guess some guy decided he was moving to Africa. And his partner said that um, you just moved in Africa to escape seeing all of our friends die. Mm. Wow. Sounds like a very traumatizing movie for New York City in 1986. I might have to look that one up. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Georgia, um, the number one movie, their um, movie was High Art. I have no clue what that is. Here in D.C., the number one movie is Can You Ever Forgive Me? No clue what that is. I've and, never heard and, of that one. I haven't seen it. My home state, Tennessee, is the watermelon woman. I'm like, I have no clue what the what the fuck is this shit. Um, but I did watch the trailer for another movie called Beginners. Um, it was like in six or seven states. Um, so Beginners from 2003, and apparently this 75 year old man came out to his son after his mom died, after the boy's mama died. So the mom and daddy were married, and I guess the daddy lived to 75, and mama died, and so the daddy was like, "Well, girl." I mean, he. I guess he was like, bro, I need to hear you something. And he came out the closet. And so the guy was saying, this is the first time he's ever seen his father in love. Um, and his relationship with a younger man, of course, when you're 75, everybody's younger than you. Um, so it Are was the first time people? he had seen... Of course not. I'm getting to the point. You know it took me a while. <laughs> um, so he, this was the first time he'd ever seen his father in love. And so then they taught the son how to love women better and all those things were going on. And um, then the father gets cancer and I assume he dies. But anyway, that's bad to say. But if you're 75, cancer can be really, cancer can be really aggressive when you're 75. I'm just saying just... Because probably at 75, you probably got high blood pressure. I don't know what other um, comorbidities you have. I assume the father died. I'm guessing. I don't know. If the man lived, I will watch it and be surprised. But that's the one movie from this whole, um, the most Googled queer films in America broken down by state that I want to see beginners. Um, And the main point is I want to see a black version of this. That's the main point. I want to see a black version of this. Moonlight was like the only black movie I saw. Like I was like, girl, uh, can somebody sponsor this? Or, or maybe RonaldMatters.com can get together and do like a 2,000-person study and no, what I can go, do. Go watch Blackbird. Yeah, but I want to do it like across like um, 
the like the top 10 to 20 cities where black gay people are and then i want to do like a survey of like because especially when i saw that dude on OnlyFans do um the art of fellatio study i'm sure i can do like a study right i guess with a google docs so i'm inspired that so i'm here for it one i'm here for that so you're inspired um, by OnlyFans. No, I'm inspired by the Queer Tea article. Well, uh, kind of. Yeah, I'm that's the Queer Tea article Catch about. The... Catch up, come on. I'm here for that, and then it inspired me to do another thing, and then I know that it can be done because I've seen the OnlyFans girl do a free survey on Google Docs. So then I will just, um, and I'm inspired to create a survey and ask and solicit people to do the black gay version of it. I am inspired to do that. Yes. Good. Make sure yeah. you follow up. Follow up. Follow up with the most important. Because some of these white movies I never heard of. I wonder if I've never heard of the black ones, but that'll be very difficult to do. But I'm up for the challenge. Hashtag challenge. Get your knees ready. What are you here for this week? Um, I'm not here for something. Oh my Surprise, God. <laughs> <clears throat> uh here in the lovely state of Virginia. Uh, where I currently reside, uh, there is a photographer. Uh, he does weddings. He goes, he brings his camera, he brings his uh, video setups and lights and all of these things for people's weddings outside of Corona because, girl, I don't know if anybody really, it's not that many weddings even going on this whole year. Anyway, he's a wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. He's filed a preemptive lawsuit against the state's new LGBTQ rights law. So we reported this um, on this show a while ago about the Virginia Values Act, uh, which bans discrimination against um, sexual orientation, gender identity, and housing, public and private employment, public accommodations, and access to credit. Um and all of those things that people typically will be able to discriminate against people with a different sexual orientation than them. That law went into effect last Wednesday. <clears throat> last Tuesday, this motherfucker filed a lawsuit trying to beat, beat it to the court. And using the same premise of the law to file his lawsuit. I say that to say this. Hold on. The photographer, his name is Chris Herring, fuck that bitch, filed his lawsuit on Tuesday in federal court in Virginia, one day before the law came into force. Um, he's represented by, don't matter, um, the, his lawyers are anti-LGBTQ and they, I don't, they don't need no press. Um, what he is saying is he faces an impossible choice to violate the law and risk bankruptcy promote views against his faith or close down. And um, this was exactly what Virginia officials wanted for those who hold Chris's religious beliefs about marriage in mind. So he's afraid that since this law is now enacted, he wants to file a lawsuit so he can get his protections against the LGBT people that would be suing him for not allowing him their business because he's anti-LGBT. 
he solved the problem when he said his problems. His problems were either um, risk bankruptcy, violate the law, or promote uh, views against his faith or close down. Sweetheart, you can risk bankruptcy. You can close down. You can do those things. Nobody's stopping you. If you want to have a business in this state and you also want to be a bigot, then you need to move to another state or you need to risk bankruptcy or you need to close your business down. This is no longer the state where you can do those things. There are 30 other states in this country where there are not laws like this on the books. You can go to one of those states with your business and there ain't nobody going to say nothing to you. No one's going to blink an eye if you say, you know what, I'm not going to take pictures at that gay wedding. Y'all, oh, that's LGBT. Uh, you know that that's out of that's out of the uh, the bounds of my my faith. I can't do that. Christ would not allow me to take pictures at that gay wedding, so I'm not gonna be able to do that. Go to one of those states because there's plenty of states that don't have this law on the books. If you want to stay here in Virginia and you want to conduct business here in Virginia, get with the fucking program, do business, or get the fuck out. That's simple. So, um, I'm not here for it as far as his case. I think that it's going to be thrown out because it's bullshit. And when it does, I will be back to report on it. That's crazy. Or, I mean, I went to college and I studied, like, print journalism. And then print journalism started being crazy. So then I started, I took what I, I took my experience and I transformed it into something else. If you've been photographing, is that a word? Photographing and all of that, and then like the industry start changing, then start make take your experience and make it work for you. Start offering online courses and classes, and uh, I, I mean, I already got like four or five business ideas. I don't want to say them out loud, but um, you can take your experience and start doing something else with it. And if you're not smart enough to do that, the money you're taking to file a lawsuit, you need to take that and invest in a class <laughs> your damn self. Hello. And um, try to find another way to make more money because it is going to cost money to make money. But filing a lawsuit ain't the, the cost of money that's going to make you any more money, <laughs> which I dumbass. Or you can learn to not be a bigot. I mean, that don't cost no money. You know, wow. I, now, that's one I didn't even think about. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I mean, you can learn You can learn that. You can get on Google. You can get on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to here for a podcast. You can become a Patreon member. You can learn to not be a bigot and be like, you know what? Them gay people, their money is green. And all I'm doing is taking pictures and that does not affect my faith. And I can still believe in Christ and I can still read the Bible and I can still be um, involuntary, involuntarily celibate and I can still um, be a pedophile in the peace of my own home. You can do all of those things for free. So you just called a man a pedophile. Because <laughs> that's what I, I believe know. people like. People that think like that it's something else going on. But that's neither here nor there, or uh, that's yeah, not definitely that's because... not that's not that's not for here for it. There we go. <laughs> but definitely, um, it, when you Google it, you'll see that um, the LGBT community has more disposable income, and they're more likely to pay for the experience that they want rather than sacrifice for what they can what they have to get. So definitely, like if your photos are bomb and um, you the bomb, then we are gonna pay you what your rate is. 
Child, you know, everything got a wedding tax on it anyway. So, girl, if your rate is that, but we like your pictures, we're more likely to book you. So, you want to go from booked to unbooked? Well, he's unbooked Ooh. at this point. Um, and so, speaking on that, I guess I'll go into like a small little segue and then we'll get to our last call. I have been uh, playing this wedding game, obviously, because of the pandemic, my wedding ain't happening like it's supposed to. But if the people, the vendors that I'm hiring for my wedding, if they don't have black representation on their website or in their proposals, and definitely for the photographer, if you don't, if your pictures don't include anybody from the LGBT community, I'm not booking you. Because how you, Cause you know how to photograph black people? You don't, you don't know. You don't know how to photograph black people. You're not friendly enough to LGBT people to even put them on your website. No, I'm not. You want me to give you a thousand dollars to do what? To come here and give and and take bad photos? No, ma'am. I can do that. I can be the bridesmaid and I can be the like. Mm, no, I'll be back. I gotta go get him the ring and then I'm gonna go stand over right here and then I'm gonna take pictures of the of the, the mothers. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. that, mm. um. See, you fucked me up right there. Um, so I encourage anyone else to do business the same way. If you can't find representation for at least your color and definitely uh, your sexual orientation in doing business with the with these different vendors, then don't do business with them because there's plenty of other people that do have that representation and do want your money and don't give a fuck what you do in your bedroom. So that was my here for it. Um, we're moving on to our last call. Again, if you guys are new to the show, uh, make sure you pour yourself a shot glass of whatever is close to you and do our, do your last call with us. Okay. <clears throat> for some tequila. Same here. Okay, is your last call uplifting? Because mine ain't. We'll do yours. Go first. All right. Um, we've talked about uh, this case previously on this show. Um, there was a transgender woman um, killed and uh, two gay men killed uh, in Detroit, Michigan uh, last year. And we talked about it last year, uh, mm-hmm. a year ago. It was May 25th, 2019, when they were killed. Uh, and we talked about it somewhere around there. Uh, their names were Alante Davis, uh, Timothy Blanchard, and the trans woman's name is Paris Cameron. Uh, there was a whole bunch of mysteries surrounding their killings. Um, we reported on the show that what had happened was they met this, they met a piece of trade at the gas station. Oh, I remember this. I remember we reported on that. I didn't remember the story. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So these two gay men, two black gay men and one transgender woman met this piece of trade, quote unquote, piece of trade at the gas station and they were going to a house party. <clears throat> They was so enthralled and was like, ooh, look, we pull it, Trey. Trey gonna come with us. Mm. They don't know who gonna get them. They don't know if they gotta even share them, but they taking Trey with them to the house party. Trey get back to the house party with them Mm -hmm. and he does not know. He has not figured out that this is 
allegedly to, he don't uh, know okay. allegedly again mm. i don't want to even have the disclosure conversation because girl that was girl. That, was, that was long but allegedly <laughs> allegedly he did not know that he was getting in the car and going to a house party a gay house party with two gay men two queens and a trans, and a trans, and a trans woman he, uh, allegedly he did not know that he get to the party and he doing the drinks and having fun. And then yeah. he started looking around and figuring out that this ain't the party that he thought it was. Oh, this Southern Comfort got a little Northern Comfort in it. Hello. <laughs> um, long story short, he killed them. Mm-hmm. He killed both the gay men and the transgender woman. Um, this is my last call because in stories like this, I don't ever get to follow up on the story because the story gets dismissed. We get... It be it basically becomes a cold case. Nobody investigates it anymore. It's just them gays is dead, that trans girl is dead, um, somebody dead names them in the newspaper, and then that's it. Thankfully, with this story, the man uh, was convicted... Well, excuse me, was arrested and convicted... And has been sentenced to three life sentences in jail mm. for the death of these three LGBT members. It's my last call on a positive note because I'm wow. glad that the crystal, the the crystal, the criminal. <laughs> I'm glad that the criminal justice system has worked for our community. I'm sad because this is a black man. He is 19 years old. That is never going to see the light of day again. Never. So, that's why I'm conflicted. Yes, he is wrong. He is a fucking murderer. He he belongs behind bars. At the age of 19, can he be rehabilitated? I don't know the real answer to that question. Um... I, I, I think that us as a society, we need to dive a little more deep into whether this black man at the age of 19 could be rehabilitated in some way, some form. Does he need to be back out on city streets and able to kill anybody else? No, I'm not saying that. But is it a conversation that can be had about rehabilitation at the age of 19? That's the that's the question that I, I have, and that's why it's my last call because I was very conflicted. I was happy that the criminal justice system finally yeah. stood up for the LGBT community, but I was also like, damn, it's a black man at the age of nineteen that's gonna be behind bars for the rest of his fucking life. Whew, that's heavy, but that's um, what I said. I was like, was I didn't justice know. was served. Justice was served. Right now, the ju- what justice looks like today was served. What justice will look like 20 years from now when that man is 40 and because uh, mm. I've seen people go to college and get PhD degrees now. Come on. You can continue that education behind bars. Yeah. Um, so. And maybe he can write a book uh, and and talk about what his insecurities were, what he was mm-hmm. really feeling on that night. And maybe the room where it happened. That's what the white people doing, writing books. Mm. No comment. Um... <laughs> And maybe that book will reach out to someone else that may be in his position in the future. Because I don't think that this is an isolated incident. I think that people like, his name is Devon. I think that people like Devon 
are confused and they get angry and they want to retaliate and they don't know how to retaliate any other way besides gun violence. And we've mm-hmm. seen that all weekend. I, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole about gun violence, but I think that there's ways of rehabilitation that he don't necessarily need to be back on city streets able to get a gun and kill people. There are ways that we don't have to throw him away at 19 years old. And I may be wrong. I'm, a, I'm, I'm open to being wrong on this subject. I'm open to constructive criticism and being wrong on this subject. So I see the light in this as far as criminal We're just justice. hopeful. We're just hopeful that there is oppor- there is space for change. I'm I'm with you. Like justice was served. He did kill three people. I mean, yes. like, bro, he killed three people. Yes. But we are like hoping, wishing, praying, far wished upon a star far away that like can this man be redeemed? Uh, hoping so. Hope. Hoping yes. so. Yes. Hoping. Jesus. What is your last call? Um, well, you know what my last call is. <laughs> no, first of all, bitch, she got a new single out with a, another fellow gruh that twirls, and that's what that's what I said. That's just don't, don't sleep, literally. You ain't gonna get none if Janet Jackson wrote it. Um, anyway, Noah's Ark reunion. Shout out to um Moby NYC M O B I underscore NYC. Um, mobilizing our brothers initiative and shout out to Gilead for um and Impulse Group DC, well Impulse Group as a whole worldwide, and all the other vendors who came together to put the 15 year reunion together for Noah's Ark hashtag the Rona Chronicles. Um, I'm definitely gonna wait a few days to see if one of y'all start the petition first, because you know I'm I'm more of a supportive role fish. So if one day I start the petition, you know, I'll just post it on my blog and just like tag 20 celebrities and ask them to retweet. But if nobody do this by Friday now, we go, I personally, we have to start the um, bring Noah's Ark back um, change.org petition. Should it be an Indiegogo? What what am I doing? Because are y'all going to give money? Uh, like I just stated, the gay girls do have coin. So can we get together and put something together, like a four or five mini episode, something on Vimeo? Would y'all buy that? Or should we be petitioning for like a logo to pick us back up? Or since Viacom is a whole place, they have like 56 channels, maybe a one country music channel. We could put Noah's Ark on there. No. <laughs> I hate that I have to watch Golden Girls on there. I would say because country music channel be advertising stuff. I'm like, that don't go on here. <laughs> I hate that. So I'll be channel channel surfing and nothing will be on, but they'll have like a Golden Girls marathon. And I'm like, I know I ain't supposed to watch the country music channel because that shit is racist because everything outside of Golden Girls is racist. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I want to watch Golden Girls for two hours. Fuck. So I end up watching <laughs> So yeah, from the conversation of Wade having the quote, who is supposed to be the quote stay at home mom to wait saying he's quote I'm supposed I to be the man. One. I felt that Wade having that conversation with his father and Wanda Sykes being Noah's mom and Noah having the same conversation about who's supposed to be the boy and the girl in the relationship. I was like, oh my gosh, shout out to Wanda Sykes being on here. Um and Chance, you know, he's a, a good old professor. And Titus, you know, Titus was um um, Let me get through. I'm gonna try to get the, all okay. the main characters to glory. Then, so then to chance, um, having a conversation with his hubby about um, he just got that job in Mississippi, 
and there is so much confederacy going on. They're talking about tearing down the statue. And Chance is like, girl, I got um, pre-existing conditions. I can't be out here marching with these little 19-year-olds. And then him putting on his mask and going out there and doing it and breaking the um, head of the statue home. That was so cute. Um, and to Alex, it was this is where... It, they, yes, they Alex... The, they cut the budget on that, the head of that statue, though. I was like, that's a mask. <laughs> Alex was referring to the baby, baby OJ... As him, um, when baby OJ now wants to be referred to as they, hey. there, and them, and then Alex called Trey down to the ICU. Girl, I'm busy down here trying to learn about the damn COVID 19 killing the people, it's causing blood clots, and it's more than just a lung virus, it's doing a lot of things in the brain as well. <laughs> and now, on my break, I got to educate you about they, there, and them. All right, well, sign me up. So, shout out to Trey. <laughs> Shout out to Trey's dies because Trey's dies still win. Flawless victory. Um, shout out to Ricky. Ricky was um having the video chats. He was like, "Look now," they was like, "Ricky, what the fuck is they going off over there?" <laughs> and his jets kept going off. And Ricky had the video montage with all the um Brandon Carsons from about him, and he had the other girl that be hosting the Miami Sizzle. What's that guy's name? The guy that did the photo shoot as a mermaid. What his name is. People love him. Oh, Suki. Yes, shout out to Suki. Um, and then and MJ. MJ. <laughs> I was like, girl, <laughs> read the room. Don't invite her. What are, you, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, they also had Flame Monroe in the intro. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Chopped. Well, what are your thoughts so far? Because, <laughs> I mean, I gave you like five points. <laughs> no, um, Atlanta. I was entertained. I was entertained by it. I just I wasn't moved to chorus like, oh my god. I, I'm, I'm I I will sign the petition if the petition comes around for it to come back. But I'm not moved to chorus of we need more Noah's Ark. We need more stories like Noah's Ark. I feel like the stories of Noah's Ark have already been told. I don't give I don't give a fuck what Ricky do no more. Um, Noah and Wade playing around. Give us some new stories. Insecure. And I May Destroy You have showed us that there is a new wave of millennial-type stories that can be told with LGBTQ slants. And so, yes, it's nostalgic for a nigga like me that watched it like right when it was coming on Logo. Like I was watching it right every episode when it came on Logo, and then I bought the DVDs. Um, so, yes, it's nostalgic for me, but we can do... So, where, are the, where are the writers? Oh, you know what? Oh, so Damn. we don't have to do Noah's Ark. We can do something else. These like, like the Noah's Full Ark. House back on Netflix. I was like, why are they bringing Full House back? What? Oh, okay. Um, Jensen writes. Um, um, I can't think of one of the other ones. Right. Um. So they don't have to act. They don't have to be in front of the camera. They can write stories that are updated and create something new. Again, there was the same conversation we had around, oh, well, somebody want to recreate Set It Off. No, we don't need to recreate Set It Off. Just make something new. It can be something new and black surrounding the criminal justice system because it's so many facets of that. It's so many facets around the LGBT community in those same stories. We don't need to see, I don't need to see Ricky being a hoe no more. Being a hoe ages out sometimes. Trust me, I know. 
So what were your thoughts on Titus Burgess being casted as the relative to Alex? I was like, what? They do look alike. They do look like they could be related. They okay. do look alike, but I wasn't expecting it. Um, I was like, am I missing something? Did I miss an episode where Titus Burgess was a, a character? <laughs> and so at, at, at a certain point, I was like, oh, okay. They just like are adding characters. And this is why I'm saying like we can just create something new. We don't need to see Wanda Sykes as Noah's mama for 10 more episodes. We can create something new. Give me a new Noah. So I like that this happened. I'm happy and grateful this happened. The production was amazing. It, again, it was entertaining. I'm not saying that I want to see 10 new episodes of these same storylines. Well, I was really excited that um it got around 300,000 views in like 24 hours. So that's good. It trended number one on Twitter. Yep. So that does show that there is interest, interest. Yep. in what's going on. And I really do hope that they reach their goal of raising $100,000 for the seven or eight um, LGBT organizations that they were looking to, very close, that they were looking to help. As of right now, Noah's Ark Virtual Reunion Charity Fundraiser has only raised $10,000 of their $100,000 goal. Um, so I'm hoping that they do get more money for um, like Casa Ruby DC. There were a few trans organizations that they were... Um, let me see if I can find it quickly. Okay. Daryl Stevens is also a writer. That was the, the other one. I couldn't think of it. Um, Daryl Stevens is a writer. He can write a whole new show. Yeah, so they're um, hoping to donate to Casa Ruby here in D.C. Glitz, which is the gay and lesbians living in a transgender society. Oh, that's a cute little um, organization name. In the meantime, men, men's group, LGBT Detroit, Mobilizing Our Brothers Initiative, and the Oakland LGBTQ Community Center. Um, so hopefully we'll reach those $100,000 so those seven organizations can get all of their donations. And shout out to Entertainment Weekly for hosting the q and I don't know how Karamo Brown became the host, but cool. He did a good job. Karamo did a great job. As a little host for the Zoom virtual reunion, Karamo did a great job. But as I was... But I wasn't going to watch it because it was Karamo. So. As I was, the girl's like, Karamo? All the comments, Karamo? I'm going to click it, but Karamo? <laughs> I'm not going to click it because it's Karamo. Um, and shout out to Glad, Impulse, Gilead, all the people for putting it on. We The the, the community really enjoyed it. And my last point is Noah, I mean, not Noah, Wade was not wearing a mask when he was down there at the um, protest as it closed out. And Noah not wearing a mask down to the basketball game is how we got here in the first place. Noah, you supposed to, I mean, Wade, you supposed to learn your lesson. I'm not here for that. But my last call goes out to the Noah's Ark reunion. So hashtag bring back Noah's Ark is out there in the world. Anthony Superman is saying he wants to see something new. I'm saying bring back Noah's Ark. What do you guys think? Let us know in your comments, which y'all always do. <laughs> and make sure you guys are following the show on the internet at Here For It Pod. Use our hashtag here for it pod or here for it. I don't forget what the hashtag is. What is the hashtag? Here for it high. Here for it high. Woo. Drugs. Um, tequila. Um, when y'all are talking about the show online, um, I'm supposed to do my own wrap out. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, what else? Wait, RonaldMatters.com. I'm going to let my microphone on that. <laughs> <clears throat>
And I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, uh, a.k.a. the Sassy Sagittarius. Uh, please stay tuned, you guys. We will be bringing you more content. Uh, please get over to our Patreon. We have additional content over there, only exclusive to our patrons. Um, wear your motherfucking mask if you must take your ass in the street. Uh, take whatever prep that you are prescribed or whatever prep your roommate is prescribed. Um, the revolution will be televised and we will see y'all soon. Bye.